0: Hello, dear listener. It's Daniel. Now, before we get to this episode, just want to remind you, me and Core just launched a Patreon. For $7 a month, you can get exclusive content. Now, how do you sign up for said exclusive content? Well, we made it easy. There's a link down in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash LITD pod. We'll see you soon. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome to Light in the Darkness.
1: Off Topic. The Off Topic episodes are just a mini-series within the Greater Light in the Darkness podcast where Daniel and I just kind of sit down and chat. It's not scheduled. It's not planned. It's just him and I talking about what's on our hearts. Kind of just our daily conversation that he and I would have sitting
0: around the desk. The only difference is that we invite you to give a listen to it. So consider yourself invited to the digital campfire. The coffee is brewed, the microphones are on, the chairs are semi-comfortable. And tonight's topic, hearing the voice of God. Without further ado, let's get to it. So it's always a big deal, Corey, when you hear God's voice or when you feel a prompting from the Spirit. But do you remember, and I guess by do you remember, how far back can you go? When was the first time that you remember an inkling from the Holy Spirit, or a direction, or even a feeling, or even an audible word to do something? And what was it? Take us there. So for me,
1: the first time I can sitting here, remember hearing the voice of God was when I was probably 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there. That's okay. The ballpark. Um, instead of going to youth camp that year, our church actually went at, in Atlanta. Jesus culture was hosting a conference. They did that for a couple of years and they had workshops as part of this conference. And one of the workshops was hearing the voice of God. And I don't know what part of it was about me that was like instantly drawn to that, but I was. So, I go to this workshop about hearing the voice of God, and it's, it's pretty clean, it's pretty simple, it's a lady leading it, and she's just doing basic prompts for you to just ask God a question and see what He says. Simple stuff, okay. stuff that teenagers – can do really easily like like if god had a favorite outfit for you what would how would god dress you if he picked you an outfit
0: tactical gear
1: all the way (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a very fashion focused kind of guy and even less so then so nothing on that one and there were a couple more but the one that i remember really like actually connecting with was she told us to ask the lord if he had a nickname for me what would it be and I just asked that, and I'm telling you that I heard an answer. It wasn't with my ears, but it was super clear um, in, inside me. I just heard the answer, Elijah, the fiery prophet. In that
0: moment, like, what are you feeling? Because you asked, and you got an answer. With the way I heard it? you scratch your
1: head and you're like, was that me? Was that Jesus? Was that the Lord? Was that actually? So it leaves you actually walking away, kind of perplexed and kind of scratching your head. It actually took a few years um At that point, I'd probably heard the story of Elijah, but I wasn't familiar with Elijah at all. So, I wasn't – I was a typical teenager. I didn't immediately, like, run to my Bible and start flipping through it. But a few (laughs) years later, I went and I found the story of Elijah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this dude called down fire. So, I didn't realize that he was the guy That in scripture called down fire on Mount Carmel. Like I had heard his story when my grandma read through all the picture books. Like I'm sure your grandma did with you growing up with the little colorful pictures. But that was amongst Moses and all these other biblical characters. And I didn't know who Elijah was at the time. So, the fact that. And whenever I went back and I looked, that was just confirmation to me that, wow, this actually was God that spoke to me. And it didn't sound that distinct from my own thoughts. And a lot of the times when I hear God's voice, even today, it's still that voice. It sounds almost identical to my thoughts. You just have to learn that there are nuances and there are distinct things that are, make it a little different. And there's normally a little bit more emphasis and authority on those thoughts. And that's how I've come to learn to distinguish it when he speaks to me that way. But what about you? What was the first time that you can point back to and you can say, oh, I heard God? I'm just still
0: on your story. Your nickname was Elijah the Fiery Prophet.
1: Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's epic. Yeah. it's It spoke to me in like a lot of what I do today in like pursuing the prophetic and pursuing the voice of God and Is because that one word that he spoke to me set that part of my identity in place. Dude, that's pretty stinking cool. Just saying. Yeah. So, listeners, pause the episode and just ask God, if you had a nickname for me, what would it be? We'll be here when you get back.
0: And just for the record, if it's something like, you know, shloopy or or boo-boo, sorry, you know, (laughs) you did it. (laughs) But what about you, Daniel? What was the first time you heard the voice of God? So, I was seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The first time I really heard the voice of God, and I had been for about two years at that point. And I was just exhausted. And so, I guess there's going to be a couple morals to this story. (laughs) We, we, oh, go ahead, do tell. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I went to Shabak Youth Camp. Excuse me, Youth Conference, and. I don't even remember who the speaker was. I just remember he was this redheaded evangelist and he was just on fire and it was amazing and the spirit was moving and he just, he lines up the whole front of that auditorium with people and he is just walking down the line and one of two things is happening. He is slaying them in the spirit and bro, these are not courtesy drops. Trust me, or they are receiving the baptismal or in a few cases, both. But he's just, as he's going down, he's like, if you want the baptismal, step forward. And in this, not my voice, a very assertive voice within me said, don't step forward. And I'm just like, what? This is like a sure thing. All those people are getting the baptismal. And I'm like, that's me. That, that's me. No, I'm about to step forward. Dude, Nick came back more forceful. You don't need him and it wrecked me for a second. And so and this dude is going down the line and he sees me. Like he can see it all over me that I just want to step forward. And so he says again into his microphone looking directly at me, hundreds of people there, if anyone else wants the baptismal we'll step forward. And I hear again, you don't need him. So he walks past me. And so I go over into the corner because at this point, it, I mean the spirit's just breaking out. And I just tell the Lord, "Okay, all right. If I don't need him, then i am going to open my mouth and utter these things lord that are just like burning on my tongue practically that i just want to let flow and if i'm in error you know my heart but i want this and then my spirit language for the first time ever began to flow and i had friends jump off the stage and come down there and start praying in their spirit language with me cuz they knew that had been such a a struggle but really looking back it made me appreciate it that much more And the problem with this was in my mind, I had already decided what this was going to look like, what this was going to sound like, just as I had already decided what the voice of God was going to sound like and look like. And in the moment when it happened, not only did I honestly know who it was, I began to argue with him. And then I realized how clearly I actually was able to hear the voice of the Lord when he spoke. But the first time he did it was almost an inner voice. And at times, it has sounded like me before with things, but typically for me, it is an assertive and not angry, but just very, this is what you're supposed to do or say this. And, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, okay, that's not me.
1: That's interesting.
0: So, in the moment, there was no doubting for you. You knew this is not me. It's crazy, bro, that I've never thought of it that way. I just gave myself goosebumps because I I never realized how spoiled in the moment I was. But it just, it was instantly like, (laughs) what do you mean, Lord? You know, but but yeah. It's crazy to me the way
1: that God talks to us differently. Because you and I have our two different stories. And it's both similar in that we heard a voice inside of us. It wasn't auditory. Nobody else heard it. But it was different distinctly different in tonality and is that how he normally talks to you
0: the majority of the time with that more direct forceful so it's crazy there have been times where it's the same voice but in moments where i have been broken it's just the only way i can describe it is like a compassionate father because it's that same almost not grisly of a voice but just it's big you know what's behind it there is a reverence for it instantly but there's been times where it just met me right where i was and it's soft but powerful and and it's it's going to sound silly but booming but but so still i almost don't have the words yeah you know but it's always got so much behind it when i hear it i know that i know that has spoiled because I know, I know. I
1: know. <laughs> For me, it's been the journey of learning to distinguish it because sometimes it does sound so much like my own thoughts that I have conjured up thoughts while I'm just focusing so hard on, I want to hear God about this, I want to hear God about this, and then I completely miss it, and it's way off. Like, um I remember when I was... In my early twenties, I just decided that I heard God tell me that I didn't need to put gas in my car. <laughs> that He was going to stretch the gas in my car until my next paycheck, and I didn't need to put it on credit. I hope because you did. I was not financially, <laughs> I was not financially responsible, so I would have had to put it on credit. I said, "You know what? I believe God's telling me. I believe God's telling me that I can just not put gas in." And uh, you know what? That cost me about twenty-five bucks for a gas can plus the gas to put in it. Uh, And that was just a very humbling moment of trying to learn what the voice of God sounds like when I'm stuck in the middle of traffic and my car won't move, just shuts off at a red light and it won't move.
0: I had one time where, and I can't remember if it's, again, I was being Daniel or if I was questioning if it was the Lord or, or just like me being compassionate. But there was this boy who you see at our lunch table. I'm sure you've heard me tell the story. And it's how I found out that Abby hears from the Lord. And we're at the lunch table and I see him. And he was a special needs boy with a blue mohawk. And, and he was great. I just didn't know it yet. And he was eating over by himself on the wall. And I felt eh. <laughs> I didn't really hear it, it was a prompting. Like I knew inside of me. It was this overwhelming feeling of, go let him know somebody sees him and bring him to your lunch table. I need him to know he matters. Like all of that in one feeling, bring him over. And I fought it. I was like, you know, I, 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 I don't know. Is that you, Lord? And before I could even have a chance to contemplate it again, my friend at the time, who was my wife-to-be, is already halfway over there when I even looked over there again. And brings him back. And I asked her later that day, hey, why'd you do that? I just knew I was supposed to. The Lord really prompted my heart. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. The old
1: download is what I'm hearing from you there. Mm -hmm. And that's another way that God speaks to me. It's like, if I tried to describe it and correct me if this is not what that was, you get like in an instant you it's almost like you feel it like click into place and it's like a fully formed thought when it lands, but your mind has to take the time to actually go through it. And like, like it's all there in a moment, but then your brain has to like piece it out Buffering. and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buffering. Yeah. the old download. That's, that's when people talk about getting a download from the Holy spirit. That's, that's another way of hearing the voice of God. Um, what other ways do you hear his
0: voice? So another way that he speaks to me is, and this is new, this is very new, as my brother, you know this, um, has been visuals, visions, if you will. I'm hesitant to call them that, but I believe that's what they are. I occasionally get an utterance with it, not always, but a lot of times it's almost like I'm I'm just instantly somewhere else. I'm in the middle of a movie. And, and it... All these things flash before your mind's eye, but it's in an instant. it's like you saw the whole film. You already know how it ends, how it begins, start to finish. And like I said, sometimes there is a description that goes with that. Sometimes it's for me. Sometimes it's other people. Sometimes it's everyone in the room. One time, even an entire church. But I find that one to be fascinating because sometimes there is no explanation and it's for someone else and you tell it to them. And they're just like, whoa. Or, I have no idea. (laughs) And it comes to play later. That one's new for me, too. That one started
1: back in February. Out of my years of, you know, I was, in February, I was still, I was 29. And out of my years of hearing the voice of God, which probably started when I was, again, 15. So, in 15 years, it had always been either downloads or that voice inside of me. Or I start praying for someone and all of a sudden I feel like a new level of authority. And it's not that I'm hearing it until it comes out of my mouth. And when it comes out of my mouth, there's a feeling inside of me that like, this is weighty. This is different. And that's prophecy, but just still hearing the voice of God. But for 15 years, 14 years, whatever, uh, it was that way. And then in February, the Lord started showing me imagery and Oftentimes there would be the knowledge and discernment and like breakdown of like what this means. And sometimes there wasn't. And I just had to approach people like there was this one time I saw this lady and I just saw golden wings pop up behind her and go away. And I was like, hey, do do wings mean anything to you? Golden wings. And she says, yeah, I I pray a lot. And when I'm praying, sometimes I see wings floating around. And the Lord gave me a whole word to go along with that and what that meant to her. But it was all started because I saw these wings and I didn't even know what it meant. And of course, there's other ways to hear the voice of God. Uh, you can, episode six with Abdul, he talks about smelling, uh, smelling things on people. You can taste things. You can have a sensation, a physical sensation, like have a sensation where you feel a pain in your arm, and then it's because God's trying to communicate to you that someone else in the room is having that pain. So, that's just some of the ways that God speaks. Um, so, let's, let's let's put a bow on that, and let's move forward in our conversation about what advice would we give to someone who is like, you know what? I can't check that box. I can't check that box. I can't check that box. I don't know if I've ever heard the voice of God. What advice would we give them?
0: I think first and foremost is, and it's so hard to say it because I know people said it to you and they said it to me, don't get annoyed, don't get discouraged because my flesh would just reel when I would seek things and it wouldn't happen. But I think the biggest difference that was ever made for me, I was at my spiritual mother's house. And I remember she straight up said, well, you know, what, what does the Lord think about that? And we were talking about something in my life and direction for it. And I said, well, I, I don't know. He's not saying anything. She's like, Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, let's ask him. And in the moment, she said, just get quiet. Stop asking and listen. Seriously, just be quiet and be mindful of feelings and thoughts that will arise in this moment. And she said, don't write them off. Just really pay attention to them. And I did. And sure enough, he put me in what I call the Holy Ghost time machine and took me back to something and showed me why I was feeling something. And then he revealed an answer as to where I was supposed to go from there. And I would say, always be willing to try again. Uh, To me, that was the biggest part. Another really tiny, just simple practice is presence. I'd heard it before, but when I finally took it serious, it was like this never-ending conversation between me and Jesus that started from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep, even walking in my closet. What should I wear today, Lord? What should I wear? You know, getting in the car, I would even consciously move things out of the passenger seat. And I know to some people this might sound silly, but it's like, no, I know you're with me. Always be mindful of the fact that he's there. I think for me, that was one of the biggest game changers. And then in those little questions, just listening for the answer. And slowly but surely, I got better at it. Um, And lastly, and this is to me one of the things I figured out later in life, but I find to be some of the most important, surround yourself with those people also. If If you really can, and I'm not saying don't go out and witness to people and don't avoid people who aren't seeking the gifts quite like you, but in your inner of innermost circles, try to surround yourself with people who are also seeking these things. It will make the journey, in my opinion, easier. It is wonderful having these iron sharpening iron conversations on the mic and off the mic, quite frankly. I think that's huge. Having friends and family you can go to and talk about these things. And if you don't, I I encourage you. They're out there that there is a church in your local area with people practicing his presence and operating in the gifts and hearing the voice of God. That's a huge part of it is the fellowship too. Amen. So that was
1: get quiet. When you fail, try, try again. Community, getting in connection with like-minded people, and I'm missing some. I know it. You just dropped a lot. Practicing his presence. Practicing his presence. Knowing he's always there. Amen. And I would encourage you, if you're sitting there saying, I don't think I've ever heard the voice of God, um, if you consider yourself a Christian and you know Jesus, you have heard the voice of God. And I know that might sound strange, but it is impossible to actually, if you read the Bible, it is impossible to believe the story of Jesus and actually believe that and actually call Him Lord and Savior unless the Holy Spirit does a work in your heart and makes that real to you. It defies all logic, and it does not make any sense unless He steps in and does it. And Romans 8.14 tells us, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And that applies to the girls, too. So, if we just turn that verse back on its head a little bit, for as many as are sons or daughters of God, these are led by the Spirit of God. And Jesus tells us in John chapter 10, my sheep know my voice, the voice of a stranger. They shall not follow. These are scriptures. And that's my piece of advice when I was really leaning into starting to hear the voice of God more and more and more. These two scriptures. And there's more in there, but these two, for me, were two of the pivotal scriptures that I would recite to myself over and over and over and over again. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. I know my sheep know my voice, the voice of a stranger they shall not follow. My sheep know my voice, the voice of a stranger they shall not follow. And those two actually help a lot because you're actually declaring God's word over this situation for yourself. And when you're starting to hear the voice of God and you're starting to endeavor to do that, um, there are some cautions that I think if we did not give you, we would be doing you a disservice if we didn't kind of give you some cautions in starting to hear the voice of God. The Word and the Spirit are always in agreement. If God is speaking something to you, it has to line up with Scripture. Now, there is probably, there is there is no specific scripture saying, Corey, you are called by God Elijah the Fiery Prophet. That's not in the book. That's not in there. But the fact of God calling people different names, the fact of God calling out identity, there's nothing in that word that he gave me that is contradictory to scripture. So, if you're endeavoring to hear the voice of God and he gives you something that is contrary to scripture, you can chunk it out. Just throw it out. Don't listen to it whatsoever because it's not the Spirit of God. Because when we start opening ourselves up to hear the voice of God, there is a concern that other voices may begin speaking to you, whether that be the voices of other spiritual things or just your flesh, and you're opening up this, this moment of silence in your brain, and your brain doesn't know what to, what to do, so it just fills it with words. That happens, too. So, we have to endeavor to hear the voice of God, and if it's contrary to Scripture,
0: that's number one, throw it out. When you were talking before just about Scriptures that encouraged you, I totally, like, in my spirit – it's funny, because it's happening right now as we're talking about it – it rose up. And since I was like 16 years old, Deuteronomy 429. And it was so funny because I was like, oh Lord, what was that scripture? What was that scripture? And it was so funny. But but from there, you will seek the Lord, your God, and you will find him if you search after him with all your heart and with all your soul. And I remember I heard that and I was like, so what I hear from that Lord is if I give it all I got, I'll find you. If I really just put my nose to the grindstone, I'll find you. And I just took it as the biggest challenge in the world. Like if I haven't found you yet, cool. Cause that means there's more to do. And even after experiencing his presence and hearing his voice, I'm like, there's still new ways to find you. There are still new things to experience. There are gifts to operate in. There are places you want me to go. There are things you want me to say. And it's so fun because it's like that never ends. It's just more and more and more. And I think, honestly, for everybody listening, take that away when you leave today. With everything you've got, go after Him. You will find Him. And when you do, go a little further. And once you find Him in that new way, keep going and grow. The presence of God is awesome. And hearing His voice and in all the ways that He will speak to you, it's just another just arrow in the quiver, so to speak. And it will make you that much more lethal in the fight against the enemy. And this is a big topic
1: to try to condense into a 20-something minute talk. So, this is not by any means exhaustive uh, in hearing the voice of God. But start with scripture, because if hearing the voice of God and it's contrary to scripture, you throw it out. Well, you have to have a decent biblical basis and you have to kind of know what's in there before you can start judging what you're hearing from God. And he'll talk to you out of scripture more than any other way. You open your Bible and you start reading and he talks to me every time. He always gives me something, even if it's small. There's almost always something that I'm getting out of Scripture. So, start there.
0: So, we've given you everything we have, essentially. And there is no limit to what He can do. He'll meet you exactly where you are. We hope this inspires conversation. We hope this inspires growth. We love you guys. Take care, y'all.